One of the most polarizing things you can call someone with a disability is inspirational. People either love it or hate it. My name is Nate. I'm a wheelchair user, and I call my show We're the Inspiration, featuring real stories about people with disabilities and some of the people closest to them. These stories are not designed to inspire, just to entertain. This month, I did two shows on Spina Bifida Awareness Month, one on Disability Employment Awareness Month, and now I want to do a Halloween show. Here to join me is the person who seems to enjoy cosplay more than anyone I know, Alex Gonzalez. Thank you for being the inspiration for another episode. Hey, guys. What's going on? Hey, Nate. How you doing, brother? How you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm happy to be back on the show. It's, it's, it's always, we always have a good time. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the goal for me is making sure whether I know you or not, you know, you at least have a good time while you're on here. But uh, last time we talked, we talked about the fact that you were going to, as I said, for lack of a better word, cosplay as basically your own superhero. That's right. And And you actually did it. I did. My version 2.0 was completed. I went to Fairfax Comic Con, which I believe I did mention last time on the show as well. And I wore him out on the con floor. People really loved him. A lot of people asked me who I was. Some people tried to guess. Like some people actually thought I was some uncannon variant of the Flash or something. (laughs) Yeah, it kind of looked like that. I mean, not the color, but like the design sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody loved it. And, you know, when I told them, you know, the story behind who my character is, that I'm trying to make a comic book about him. People loved it. People loved the idea. People wanted to know where they could get more information, um, if there's any way that they can help out. And getting, it was so well received. And not just from people with uh, disabilities, but like just other random people that were on the con floor, able-bodied people as well. So well received. I was just like, okay, this could be something big. When it comes to the comic book world, especially as big as that is now, nothing seems too fantastical. Right. And we talked before about how many existing superheroes there are that have some sort of disability. But the idea that a comic book superhero would have a visible disability right, is not very far-fetched. Yeah, totally. So um, I'm not surprised people would be into it. I was honestly surprised how well received it was by everybody. People wanted to see more pictures of it and wanted to see like my my process, how I made it and stuff. I, I got a I got a couple of new Instagram followers on my cosplay account from the con. Nice. So it's great overall. So what I wanted to do today is a little bit different. I at first wanted to try to find like a best and worst list of costumes for people with disabilities. I couldn't find that. Right. So what we're going to do instead is go through the 25 most popular costumes this year and try to decide for ourselves how that would work out for people with disabilities. Definitely. So let me bring up the list right now. I don't know whether this is an arbitrary order or not. It is numbered, but there's no explanation to any of it. So I don't know why one would be more popular than another. Right. So so I want to say that up front, but they have number one as witch. 
Like a witch. A witch, yes. Interesting. I mean, it's pretty generic. I, I could, I see no reason why that wouldn't work. I mean, it's generic, but it's also kind of classic, right? But yeah, it's a simple costume. All you really need is a hat and maybe some makeup. Wear, you know, wear well, dark clothing. Yeah, exactly. Gray is black, maybe a little purple. Yeah, maybe. And if you want to, you know, do like a broom, you can like carry it with you on like your lap or something. Or if I'm remembering correctly, my dad, because I dressed up as Harry Potter one year when I was a kid. <laughs> We had a broomstick. We had a Nimbus 2000, which was one of his broomsticks. Oh, wow. That's funny. And if I remember correctly, we actually had it so that he was able to like put it underneath my seat cushion. So it looked like I was flying. Was that uncomfortable to sit on? No, because it was like underneath everything. So it was like okay. the cushion. It was underneath the upholstery where the cushion sits. So like I wasn't even like sitting on it. Mm, okay. They're number two. I'm not surprised this would be popular, but it's a big departure from which Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. And, you know, th this one, we talked about it in one of your prior uh, episodes. There's the Sun Spider, which is a uh, I had seen on uh, Twitter. Yeah. Now it's canon. You know, it's a, a disabled spider hero. So I wouldn't be surprised if... More people, especially with disabilities, wanted to dress like wanted to do Spider Man or something. Spider Man or similar, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I think it depends on how far you go with it. Like the costume seems simple enough. Like even if you just have the cannon mask on, you could just wear the colors if you don't want to go for the actual suit, right? But you know, when it comes to like web shooters and like climbing on things, I don't think that's going to happen for. Too many people time. with disabilities. Yeah. Not impossible, but... Oh, no, it's not impossible at all, but depends on someone's level of disability, I suppose. Yeah. The costume itself, if you want to go with a full suit, depending on a person's disability, might be hard to get on. Right, exactly. So we might encounter something like that again throughout the list, and... Actually, with number three, that's exactly why I think this would be very difficult. I'm not sure in 2022 why this would be so popular, but number three, they say, is Dinosaur. I get it, though. For a while, I don't know, like, so much, like, right now, 2022, 2023, but I know for, like, a little while, the inflatable T-Rex costume was, like, big, and it's, like, all over TikTok, too. That's uh, what they have a picture of right here. It's like, yeah, looks like something inflatable. So, so a fun fact, and I'm only saying this because he's not here right now, but my dad actually has an inflatable T-Rex costume and he, wears, <laughs> and he wears it all the time for like my little cousins and they get a kick out of it. Oh, that's funny. My cousins, uh, you know, they're young and we're, we're trying to teach them bilingual, right? English and Spanish. And the English version of uncle is Tio, but they can't really say that they say tito mm -hmm. whenever he's in the t-rex costume he is the titosaurus that's funny i like that your dad's cool man yeah my dad's great We're really good with kids yeah so number four this might require a little bit of explanation because it says that number four is stranger things but the picture they have is just 
this girl in a nightgown carrying a box of waffles. Now, I've only seen the first season of Stranger Things. I might get back to it at some point. Who knows? But I'm pretty bad with all the streaming, keeping up with it and stuff. But I understand the the waffle reference. But, like, that is a very generic costume. (laughs) It really is. And I I don't even know exactly what it's referencing because I never got into Stranger Things. I I never understood the, the hype, which... Sorry, anybody who does listen to this, if you're into Stranger Things, don't come at me, but I'm just, I never got into it. I watched the first season, I think a few months after it came out. And then for me, I don't know, the second season didn't come out at such a time that I was really still interested in it. So I just never got to it. I just never understood it. And when I don't necessarily understand it, it's really hard for me to get into something. I understand that. Pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Number five. Fairy. Okay. That could go a couple of different ways. I mean, we could talk generic fairy. Like again, I see all over TikTok. Those are more like the Celtic style fairies of uh, mythology or we could go if you want to do like popular media fairy you could go Tinkerbell the picture that they have reminds me of Tinkerbell right. and if you have somebody in a wheelchair or you know with some sort of similar disability to that you could find a way to put the wings on the back of the chair or if you're like really good with like LEDs, I would say put LEDs like all over the chair, like on the wheels and stuff, and make it look like pixie dust, not fairy dust. Seems like that would be super expensive, but maybe not. Depends on how many LEDs you want to put on the all over the chair. Some people do go all out on Halloween, man. So yeah, that's very true. I mean, I'm I think I am one of those people. I try to go as all out as I can every every year three days away and I'm, I'm actually planning on wearing my superhero costume this year that would be the great one for you yeah yep same one i wore to the con number six this is i'm gonna say i think even without looking at this list something that i would recommend to people with disabilities pretty much no matter what disability they had as long as it's visible because number six is pirate yes And what I mean by that is, hey, if you have some sort of visual impairment, man, get an eye patch. If you walk with a limp or whatever, you know, get a peg leg of some sort. You got a pirate, man. Totally. Me being the kind of person I am, I did a pirate one year. (laughs) Five years ago. I wish I thought to be a pirate at some point, but I was never as creative as I am now with things like that. Pirates are really big right now. Yeah. That's an equal opportunity costume. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, number seven's a little confusing. It says rabbit, but there's a picture really of this girl dressed like a Playboy bunny. I get it either way. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if you're just going with rabbit, it's pretty easy. All you really need is the ears. Yeah. Anybody can do that. I went to Spirit Halloween just the other day, and 
It had bunny ears and dog ears with a tail and on the shelves. I hope that wasn't too expensive. No, I don't think so. You know, we're trying to find, I think, a line between like what might be too complicated and things that might not necessarily be too easy either. Right. Number eight, cheerleader. People are still dressing up like that. I figured that that was a lot more popular when I was like middle school or teenager. Again, I don't know if this list is in order, but I was sort of surprised by the fact that that was so high too. In a way, it seems like kind of a classic, but then again, I haven't seen anybody really dressed up that way lately. Right. If anybody wanted to do it, probably wouldn't be that hard. Just get like some sort of school uniform, get some pom-poms maybe, and, and just go to town, man. Absolutely. Number nine, cowboy. Yeah, that seems like a pretty straightforward one. Again, with the bunny all you need is the ears all you need with the cowboy really is a hat yeah the cowboy hat yeah yeah maybe if you want to go all out and you're able to wear shoes because i know a lot of us especially like responded bifida with the club foot and everything like we're not really able to wear boots but if you're able to wear boots get boots i love boots but i don't wear cowboy boots right and then and then what just a vest, maybe a plaid shirt and jeans, which I feel, if that's your style, it's probably in your closet. That seems like one of the most low-maintenance, easy-to-get-on costumes. That That's what uh, would be considered what would be called a uh, closet cosplay. Literally just making whatever costume it is that you're trying to make out of what's already in your closet, in your don't, home. Don't have to buy anything. That's right. Just- Maybe the hat if you don't have it, but you know. Right. Okay, number 10, not surprised, but we're going back to comic books now. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn, okay. Yeah, I I like that. I like it. I think that's sort of characterized by maybe coloring your hair a certain way and like doing your makeup a certain way. White face, red and black lipstick, black on top, red on the bottom, or vice versa. Uh, White face paint. In terms of like, if you want to carry something, uh, either get a really big hammer or a baseball bat, depending on which iteration of her you want to do. Spinergy and stuff, they do like colored tires. If you really wanted to bring your wheelchair into the mix, get red tires. (laughs) Well... If you don't already have red tires, that might be a problem. Right. Those things ain't free, so. I recently got a new pair maybe two months ago for 72 bucks for the pair Hmm. from from Spinergy. They're definitely not cheap, but I would have thought even more expensive than that. I didn't get like thick all-terrain ones. I got like the thin, almost racer-esque ones. I see. Number 11, Clown. Ooh, so that one uh, is very much within the same vein of, you know, Harley Quinn with the makeup and the big thing would be, are you trying to do like regular normal clown? Are you trying to do a creepy clown? I would personally stay away from creepy clown, but. Well, the picture they have here, and again, there are different lists. Yeah. You know, that have this kind of information, but the one that I'm working from which is from yahoo 
They went with Creepy Clown. Oh, boy. I guess be careful who it is you go up to because there's a lot of people that have a fear of clowns. Yeah. That's a legitimate phobia. So I guess if you're going to do that, be careful who you go up to. Yeah. That's what Halloween is for some people is to, I don't want to say exploit people's fears, but that's pretty much what I mean. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Again, sort of like the superhero thing, it sort of depends on how far you want to go with it. Right. If you just want to do the makeup, that's easy. But like, if you want a full clown suit, that's a little bit harder. Right. And the next one, kind of the same thing in terms of potential difficulty. Vampire, which I'm surprised is not higher, honestly. Right. I can speak from experience. It's not that difficult. Back in... 2009 2010 somewhere in there i did a, i dressed up as a vampire i think i remember that seeing pictures that, of it there is pictures of it on my facebook yeah 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 your hair slicked back and everything and my face was painted white and i had red makeup on my face to simulate blood yeah my dad actually did my makeup there oh really yeah that's cool but yeah it doesn't seem too hard like just do your hair a certain way and do makeup a certain way and dress in dark colors, maybe. I don't know. Right. Some vampires are depicted as dressing fancy, but you don't really have to do that. So I'm not a fan of this series. If you don't want to do the Victorian era fancy dress vampire, you could always go off of Twilight. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of Twilight, so... If you've seen Twilight, the only thing I have to say about it is, you know, there's one, I think it's one of the last ones where they have this whole elaborate fight between werewolves and vampires. And what struck me about that fight, even though it was a dream sequence, what struck me about it was there was no blood anywhere. Right. They were tearing each other apart and nobody bled at all. Right. Didn't make any sense. I guess they had to get rid of something to keep their... uh... Rating at whatever it was, PG or PG-13, whatever the hell it was. I guess. So we are at number 13, which means we're pretty much halfway through. And this one's a little confusing because it just says the 1980s, which I was around for. I don't know about you, but, well, I could do the math, but. <laughs> I'm uh, just barely can call myself a 90s baby. Right. Well. What's confusing about this is that the picture shows a woman in a leotard, and that's it. I was too young to realize this at the time, but, you know, that was sort of the workout fashion of the 80s. You say leotard, and my mind goes to um, that one really popular song by the same actress that played Sandy in Greece. Olivia Newton-John? Yes, thank you. She did like a really popular... Really oh, Let's popular. Get Physical. Yeah, Let's Get Physical, that one. Exactly. You said leotard. My mind immediately went there. Well, that would have been the era. Yep. Leotard costume makes sense. Yeah. I don't know how easy it would be to get on for a person with a disability, but... I can tell you now, leotards, one-piece suits, not easy to get on at all. Even for someone who's able-bodied, it's... Well, don't forget, you know, I <laughs> I used to do what you do as far as powerlifting competitions. So, like, yeah. singlets were required, and that is not easy to get on at all. 
No, no, I, I can't tell you how many times I've put on one arm for my singlet and but while that one arm is going through, my other arm is like like kind of pressed up against my body because of how it's just positioned and my arm is both falling asleep and but also shoulder cramping. Oh, so you had to keep it in position. Yeah, just so that my uniform wouldn't like start rolling down and I would have to bring it back up. And I mean, it's been years for me since I tried to get that stuff on, but I think I still have the singlet somewhere, but obviously I don't wear it anymore. Right. But I just still work out, so points there. Yes, sir. <laughs> this is a variation, I suppose, of something else that was on the list. Uh-huh. Number 14 is Hocus Pocus. Variation of which? Yep. Especially this year with Hocus Pocus 2 that just came out. Yep. At least this year, it's going to be extremely popular. Yeah. It's just a specific type of witch. So, you know, if you're the type that wants to get that kind of costume, I guess that's the one to get this year, maybe. Did you watch the second Hocus Pocus? I did not, but I could do it anytime. I liked it. It doesn't hold a candle to the original, which is exactly what I was expecting, but I did like it. It was nice to see the Sanderson sisters back. It's hard to wait that long for a sequel and have really high expectations for the second one. It was interesting and I did enjoy it. It was just different. (laughs) Again, it might have to be different, you know, because they waited so long, but right. Number 15. Seems classic for Halloween. Pumpkin. A pumpkin. Okay. I don't see many kids or young adults dressing up as pumpkins. I see babies doing that. I see parents dressing up their babies as pumpkins and that being the cutest thing I've ever seen. That's kind of the idea because the picture that they have here is two adults, a man and a woman dressed in onesies and basically they're (laughs) (laughs) jack-o'-lanterns. Okay, yeah, because I feel like anything that's like round, just like a jack-o'-lantern or anything like that, that's more of like a, a baby thing because it's round and therefore very cute. I've never tried it, so I don't know how difficult it would be for someone with a disability to get a onesie on. But if you really wanted to be a pumpkin or something of that description, just paint your face. Yeah, exactly. Paint your face, wear orange. Everybody will know what you are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know if you know or how closely you, you know, follow Disney stuff, but you know, I'm a Disney freak. Um, Yeah, I'm not a freak, but I I do try to follow it a little bit. Disney actually has come out with like their own line of costumes specifically for people with disabilities, mostly wheelchairs from what I've seen. But I mean, they got some really cool stuff. For example... If your kid wants to be like Cinderella, they have a costume where they take circles that are painted like the carriage that are Mm -hmm. made of like this like plastic or whatever. They kind of look like smoke protectors. You attach them to the chair and there's a little window for like the window of the carriage and it'll look like your little girl is riding in Cinderella's carriage. It's really cool. I feel like I did hear about this. Maybe it wasn't disney and maybe it wasn't you but i feel like somebody sent me something about this they've definitely expanded 
to other stuff. There's a couple of like Star Wars-esque similar types of costumes. And I'm just like, okay, Disney, you, I, I love you even more now. This is not on the list, but as soon as you said Disney, I pictured somebody in a wheelchair trying to be R2-D2. You know what? I would not be surprised if that was a thing that actually right. happened. That would be so cool. That would be awesome. <laughs> you know what? You just said that, and now I want to do that, but I'll, maybe I'll save that for next year. Oh, please do. I won't tell anybody. <laughs> it's going to be on the podcast, but number 16 is Chucky. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel about horror movies? I avoid them at all costs. I kind of figured you'd say that. When it comes to horror movies, I'm both very superstitious and also a frightened little girl. I don't know if it's politically correct for you to say that you're a frightened little girl, but how do you mean you're superstitious? Especially for stuff like Chucky and Annabelle. And there's another horror movie called La Llorona, which is about a dead nun that comes in the night sometimes and I'm the type of person that actually believes that that kind of stuff could happen. I don't like watching that kind of stuff. Well, Alex, these are not documentaries. I know, but weirder things have happened. Weirder things than a doll becoming human by voodoo? Weirder things than that have happened? That's how Chucky came to be. Look, all I'll say is I I do believe in spirits. Okay. in in, In the supernatural. Okay. I believe in ghosts and that there are, even now, spirits all around us. That seems to be, and I could be wrong about this, but that seems to be pretty common in the Latin culture. Right. Yeah, so that's okay. Can't fault you for that, but... Right. You know, since you don't like horror movies, I'm just going to say Chucky has a successful TV show now, so I'm not surprised that he's on the list. In the show and in the movies, obviously, he's a lot shorter than a human would be. But people with disabilities, especially the kind we have, tend to be on the shorter side. Right. So I don't know. If if someone is a fan of horror movies, maybe that's the kind of costume that you want. Good work. Okay, number 17 is a little weird. It just says doll, but it's like you know, a doll made of china and cracked and stuff like that. That's the picture. That's giving me like Annabelle vibes. So we're right back to horror movies, basically. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't see Annabelle, so I don't know. But from the picture, it seems more about the makeup than anything else. Yeah. For a lot of these costumes, you need to be really good at makeup. And that takes a lot of practice. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not all about wearing a mask, which seems a lot easier to me, but... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Before I decided to do the superhero costume, I was going to be Zero from The Nightmare Before Christmas. My parents were going to be Jack and Sally. I have not seen that movie in many years. I was going to do, like, white face paint with the Zero doll lawn decoration thing on my head, and Mom was going to go all out with the makeup for Sally, and Dad was going to wear a mask for the ground. That was going to be us, but then we decided not to. So back to the superhero. Fair enough. Again, that is not what is on the list, but right, we are deviating a little bit sometimes, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Number 18. This one seems pretty straightforward. Angel. Yeah. That's kind of on the same vein as fairy. Fairy. 
like you could put the wings on the back of your chair if you have a wheelchair or whatever. Right. All you need is that and the halo and wear a bunch of white. Yeah, exactly. Whatever you have in your closet for that would be fine. You don't need a specific white outfit. A white t-shirt and jeans even. Sure. Seems easy enough. Yeah. Number 19, personal favorite of mine, even though I've never done this. (laughs) Batman. Yes. Oh, man. Yes, definitely. You said that, and my head just started like spinning ideas of how this could go. Obviously, you could just wear the costume, but for someone like who's in a wheelchair... Obviously, get the mask. Oh, yeah. Obviously, get the mask. But if you really wanted to go all out, and you're really crafty, make a frame of the Batmobile and put that over your shoulders and while you're in your wheelchair, and it looks like you're riding in the Batmobile. Oh, I love that. You don't even need the suit. You just need some dark colors, really dark colors. Exactly. Exactly. Make the mask as realistic as you can or buy one maybe, but like you don't need this tight fitting suit. You just need dark colors and something over your chair. If that's the disability you have, but right. You know, that's the case for both of us. So that's what we can speak to, but yeah, that would be awesome. My friend uh, who is very much affiliated with Magic Wheelchair, they built costumes for kids with disabilities, but they, they do a lot of like kids in wheelchairs, it seems like, and they do like these big elaborate costumes all the time. And shout out to her. I haven't met her yet, but you tried very last minute to get her involved with what we're doing now. Yes. She didn't have time to do it before Halloween. And obviously, I wanted to get this episode out basically right before Halloween. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, Magic Wheelchair. Uh, I love those guys. I, I really wanted to get involved with them. I haven't really been able to do anything other than talk with Christine Getman, who's one of like the, I guess, higher up people mm-hmm. for them. I've seen their stuff. Great. You know, if you want to get your kid a costume, I would go with them. If you really just want to go all out and you're able to. And when she's able to join us, and I'm sure you'll be part of that discussion too, she can tell me all about it because you yeah. already know a lot. So that will definitely be a future episode. Right. Yeah. I can't believe I never thought of that to go as Batman and just get the mask and like something over my chair. That would have been so cool. Yeah. But number 20, and again, we're doing 25. Number 20 is bear. Like a bear. A bear. Same concept as the pumpkin thing. Like basically a onesie with a hood over it. It just looks like a bear. Kind of looks like you're wearing a bearskin rug or whatever. But if you do it that way, you know, again, you could paint your face and I don't know where whatever color you want to symbolize a bear because they're in different colors but if you want to go the onesie route I don't know if you have a disability and you're nimble enough to do that kind of thing again we talked about the singlets that were very hard for us to get on at one time yeah definitely (laughs) definitely seems Um, like the same kind of thing to me yeah, I just need the onesie, and then if you really want to go out with, like, paws, I'm sure they sell, like, bear paw slippers. Probably. 
Number 21. This is one that really just depends on how far you want to go with it. Zombie. Yes. Okay. That could go a hundred different directions easily. Now, what I'm going to mention first is I know you said you're not a fan of horror movies, but there's one that is not a straight up horror movie, but like horror mixed with comedy. It's called Shaun of the Dead. I know of it. Yeah. Okay. So after the zombie invasion happens in that movie, the main characters are kind of swarmed with zombies and one of the zombies is actually pushing a wheelchair. Really? Yeah. I might have to go back and watch this movie. Mm -hmm. Oh, I recommend it. It's funny as hell. Okay. Again, zombie just depends on how far you want to go with it. Obviously, a lot of it would require makeup. Yeah. Makeup, fake blood if you want to go there. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you really want to go all out and you're able to, like you don't have an allergy to anything, you could go face prosthetics. But depending on some people's disability, they might be allergic to something like latex. Right, exactly. Which a lot of those prosthetics are made out of. So, Yep. Number 22. And this is one that I've gone on record as saying is not a good idea for someone in a wheelchair, at least. Ninja. Well. Well, when I said that, it was a joke because... Because, you know, I would try to, like, sneak up on somebody and, you know, they'd hear my wheels or whatever. You know, I bang into something. I'm like, I have the least stealth of anybody (laughs) that that you've ever (laughs) seen. So I would make the worst ninja. Right. Seems like it would be a decent costume, though. Not too hard. Not too hard to recreate. Yeah. Just wear all black. All black. Get a mask. Get some fake throwing stars. Or some sort of fake weapon. Right. Don't go with a real weapon. No way. No. Absolutely no. Not. Especially not throwing stars. Those hurt. Oof. Halloween is not for that, kids. No, it is not. Number 23 is another one that's interesting to me because we've talked previously on this list about a couple other superheroes. This one just says superhero, but for some reason... It's got a picture of Mr. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, I did that one year. I think Mr. I remember that too. Mr. Incredible, I did that one year. I don't Is there picture evidence of me in my Mr. Incredible suit? I don't know. I don't know if you said it or if I saw a picture. But I think I remember you doing that. I did do it once or twice. How easy was the costume to get on? not hard at all i mean it was a it was a muscle suit that just zipped up on the back so you just slide into it and that's it yeah pretty much the boots weren't real they were just boot covers so it was just put them over my sneakers i don't have blonde hair so it was a mask but it was like a mask mixed with like a helmet so it was like it was almost like a helmet with a visor on it but the visor was the black eye mask it was made of like really cheap thin foam and it was like it was just part of the face a black mask and foam blonde hair that's funny this was when the movie first came out back in the early 2000s and it was an officially licensed costume that i remember we got from the disney store 
A licensed costume. This was a licensed costume. And it was no trouble for you to get on at all. No. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. I mean, it, it was just a muscle suit, really squishy. I mean, obviously, I couldn't zip myself up, but I was a kid, so my parents were with me. So I just turned on my stomach and they zipped me up the back. We talked earlier about how Disney is sort of altering costumes to make them more accessible. But yes, it's good to know that a licensed costume from years ago would not have needed to be altered in that way. Yeah, right. Exactly. Number 24 is another interesting one. It says Toy Story, but it has a picture of Jessie the Cowgirl from Toy Story. Okay. Seems easy enough. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if we want to go into much to that or not, because we already talked about the ease of a cowboy costume. It's kind of the same thing, except you're going for something specific this time. So, Right. Or, you know, could be Woody. Buzz Lightyear might be a little more complicated. Yeah, definitely a lot more involved. You got the one-piece suit. You got the jetpack on the back. You could do it, but there are a lot of literal moving parts to it. You ready for the last one? Yes, sir. So the last one's also interesting, just based on the picture, because it says ghost. But usually, if I think of a ghost on Halloween, it's just like somebody with a sheet over them, right? This this picture is of a woman with her face painted pale white and a white dress very gothic style i'll show you the picture of this one too okay yeah no this is giving me like corpse bride the haunted mansion haunted mansion ghost bride if you've seen disney's haunted mansion which i think they're remaking but if you saw that movie with eddie murphy almost 20 years ago now which is scary to me <laughs> we literally just rewatched it maybe a week and a half ago yeah i saw it on tv the other night pretty good movie actually but if you remember the ghosts in that style in that movie that's kind of what this is yeah when i saw the picture i was just like oh haunted mansion or tim burton's corpse bride yeah, yeah. So that's the end of the list, actually. That went by a lot faster than I thought it would. Yeah. 25 was seems like kind of long, but again, there were no descriptions to them. So we were just kind of deciding for ourselves. And, and just, you know, by the way, the ghost costume in that style would not be very hard at all, I think. Because all no, you need, I don't think so. All you really need is the face paint, really. Right. And then again, just wear all white. A ghost would need to be different from an angel, but. I think it's kind of all in the face paint, like just how you're maybe symbolizing someone who's supposed to be dead or whatever. Right, exactly. I don't know. Do you have any specific costumes that might be good for someone with a disability? Do you have any ideas that we didn't cover? You definitely covered a couple, or at least one, you know, like the R2-D2. I thought that actually really is clever, kind of showing my age a little bit, but I was really the target audience when the TV show Avatar The Last Airbender came out on Nickelodeon. I was like the target age for that and still one of my favorites. And there's actually a character that is wheelchair bound in that show. I actually did at one point want to dress up as him, but I didn't know how I was going to do it. 
even back then I wanted to be really like elaborate and accurate about it. Yeah. But the way that his character is and like what he does, he's the son of an inventor who figured out how to make a glider so that they can all fly. When I was like a teenager in the mid nineties, there were a lot of these commercials for, I guess there were PSAs for safe driving and stuff like that. And they had in these commercials things they were calling crash test dummies. Yes. Oh my, yes. Those were weirdly, really popular, really weirdly popular. They made a freaking board game out of the crash test dummies. I didn't even know that, but I thought that would be a really fun costume for someone in a wheelchair. The only reason I never did it was I didn't want to shave my head and People say I could have gotten a bald cap, whatever those things are called, but those things never fit me. I couldn't get swim caps to fit me, so I don't trust those. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of playing up on the obvious, Professor X from the X-Men. You could do that, definitely, but I don't know that everybody would know it right away. Right. I would say anything is possible depending on how elaborate you want to go. Right. You can make things easy or you could make things very elaborate. Elaborate. Yeah. The elaborate costumes might be the ones that are more difficult depending on your disability. Right. Exactly. But I think the point is for people to have fun and safe Halloween this year. Right. Exactly. Alex, I want to thank you for taking part in yet another episode and We've already basically planned our next one with your friend. Right. Yep. And I'll definitely get, you know, back with her on that and we'll get that sorted out. Thanks to everybody else for listening. Remember, we're on TikTok, Discord, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Links are going to be in the description. Until next time, this is Nate Lurie saying, you don't always have to do a lot to inspire others.